Welcome to the Black Minimalists Podcast, where every month we will share the stories of different minimalists who look like us and share our experiences. On this podcast, you will hear our triumphs, fails, laughs, and breakthroughs. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Farai Harold. Let's start the show. For our first podcast, we're introducing the four founders of Black Minimalists in our first Facebook group live video. It's raw and unedited, and my daughter makes a cameo with her loud toy. But it gives an insight into the ladies behind the community and just how we came into minimalism and what it means to us. Bear with us and enjoy the show. I believe that we are live. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Farai Harold. I am one of the co-founders of BlackMinimalist.net. And today we are going to be chatting with all of the founders. Right now on the screen, I've got Kenya Cummings and Anika. And we are going to be um, just kind of introducing ourselves, discussing our journey into minimalism and some of the fun things that we've got planned um, for the rest of the year. So um, I hope that you guys can join us. And. I guess we'll do introductions. I'm going to start with you, Anika. Do you mind introducing yourself and telling us where we can find you first off? Hi, my name is um, Anika. Um, my name is spelled A-N-E-K-I-A, but the I in my name is silent, so it is really pronounced Anika. Um, so I work with Black Minimalists. minimalists. Um, what I currently do is I work on a lot of content, um, most of the contributors' content comes to me, um, and as well as Yolanda, but I work mostly on that. Um, also, where you can find me, you can. I'm on Instagram as a soulful rebellion, and I have a blog that I try to work on every now and again, also called a soulfulrebellion.com. So those are like the two main places that you can find me. I'm occasionally on Twitter, but I'm not much of a Twitterer. I tend to Instagram more often. Um, yeah, so those are places that you can find me. Um, you want me to add right. anything else for I or just we're just introducing? We'll just start with introductions. So okay. we'll move on to you, Kenya. Mm-hmm. Hey, my name is Kenya. I am um, all over the place as far as black minimalists is concerned. My hand in where things are needed. Uh, and where you can find me on the internet is at Kenya Cecilia Rose on just about any platform Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And yeah, that's that's yeah. basically I'm like I I do not so much blogging. I, I'm far more of a blogger, mm-hmm. um, even on YouTube, done beta and things of that nature. But love being a part of this. All right, so I'm going to add Yolanda to the chat real quickly. So I think Anika will kick you off for a second, and I'll add you, Yolanda. Okay. Okay. All right, Yolanda should be up now. Yolanda, do you mind introducing yourself? Yep. Hello, everyone. Nice to see you. I know you missed my beautiful face over uh-huh. the past month and a half. <laughs> I'm Yolanda Acre, founder of Black Minimalist. Uh, so happy to have these three ladies working with me to build our community. Um, I also have my own minimalist blog at YolandaVAcree.com, which will be relaunching soon, but um, you can definitely check there for my minimalist journey so far. 
Um, currently, I am working on planning our DC meetup. It's going to be our like first official um, meetup and mixer. And you guys should be receiving a save the date in the next uh, couple of weeks. The mixer will be at the end of September. Awesome. All right. I do want to add that if you guys have any questions, you guys, we're going to talk a little bit about our, ourselves and our journeys into minimalism, but we do encourage questions. Just comment on the with, and we will try to address all the questions that we can. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and introduce myself real quick before we get into the meat of things, but my name is Farai Harold. I, um, I've been a minimalist for like, I guess, almost, I guess almost two years now. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, you can find me at the hillbillyafrican.com. That's where I blog and that's where I'm on Instagram and Twitter too. And I mostly talk about minimalism and eco-friendliness and like parenting and stuff. But yeah, so I am like Yolanda, I'm so excited to work with this phenomenal gang of women. And I think Kenya, since you're since you're there, I'll start with you. I'll ask you a little bit about um, how did you find minimalism? Oh, big question. Um, I found mm -hmm. minimalism really through like um, a theological process. So my background is like in uh, doing theological work. I have a master's in divinity. And while mm -hmm. I was in grad school, I just realized that faith and religion and my own theology was riddled with um, stuff that wasn't essential for me. Uh -huh. And so in the process of getting rid of stuff that wasn't essential for me there, I realized like I could pack light in a lot of other ways. Uh -huh. So um, I tell my friends all the time that I, I've been really busy doing the mental work of minimalism. Uh -huh. um, and it's, it's starting to take root in my physical possessions. Uh -huh. But uh, I started to realize like that mental work was also connected to like all you show up in the world. I found folks like Yolanda online uh -huh. and just have been on the journey ever since. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So another question that I wanted to ask you is like, what does minimalism look like for you? Yeah, for me, it's like really like cutting through the mess like mm -hmm. it's, it's silencing the mental clutter which allows me to silence all the other so like for me when people are like minimalist it's not like a certain aesthetic mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a visual thing it's really about like does it feel good quickly mm -hmm. if, if those two things are in place then I know like I'm where I'm supposed to be like minimally now like right now with my, with my belongings I moved couple months ago and I'm still getting rid of things people gift you uh -huh, and uh -huh. think you need. Exactly. Yeah. It's really hard um, navigating um, the gifts of people because when people give you stuff, they're giving it to you with good intentions um, most of the time and they're doing it out of the kindness of their heart. And Sorry, that's my daughter. She has a bell. I don't know where she has a bell. Um, so yeah, I, they give it to you with like the best of intentions, and it can be really difficult to have those conversations with people to be like, hey, you know, I love you, but I don't need this. And so there's a there's a way of navigating that people do it differently. Um, I'm a, I've said this. We've talked about this before, but I'm a savage. Um, I will give it back 
thank you so much, but I don't need this. Or I'll take it and I'll sell it or I'll, or I'll do even better and I'll give it to someone in, who's like starting from afresh. So I'm not going to give it to a friend who's already in a situation. I'll probably donate it to like a domestic violence um, agency where people are just starting out afresh with no belongings and go from there. So, but not everyone got time for that, you know? Oh, sure. That's hence why I got stuff sitting by the door or piled up that needs to be taken out of here or given to another. I'm space. currently live on Facebook. Okay, Yolanda, do you want to hop in and talk to how you found minimalism? Sure. Go ahead. All right. So for me, um, when I started my minimalist journey, I didn't know that that's what it was called. Mm -hmm. um, I found minimalism because I was basically felt stuck in my life. Like I wasn't really motivated or inspired or happy with doing the day-to-day nine-to-five routine and all of that. And I just felt like I wasn't living I wasn't living the life that I wanted. Mm -hmm. um, so that's how I started my minimalist journey. When I first found out what the term minimalism was and what it meant, I actually found it through Minimalist Beauty. Mm -hmm. um, Dawn oh, Michelle, that. she has her blog. Mm -hmm. So she would talk about, you know, how she's simplifying her beauty routine. But she was also talking about how she got out of like $20,000 worth of debt mm -hmm. and like how they moved to a smaller apartment and how she decorated that. So that was when I first encountered the term minimalist and understood mm -hmm. that that's what I had been doing um, for the past couple of, for the past year or so. And then mm -hmm. um, in 2015 is when I like, relaunched my, my blog with a focus on minimalism. Mm -hmm. All right. And so um, what does minimalism look like for you? Like what is, where has minimalism taken you in your life recently or since you joined? Yeah, minimalism for me is, it looks like freedom, mm -hmm. and it looks like deciding um, what I want to do with my time and being able to create the experiences that I want to create. Um, mm -hmm. I'm currently calling myself uh, semi-retired mm -hmm. uh, because hey, I, resigned from, <laughs> I resigned from my uh, job back in June, and mm -hmm. um you know, I did some traveling to Mexico and I'm planning to move there in October. So minimalism for me has brought me to, you know, the freedom to create the life that I want. Uh, so are you, can I hide in your bag? When you sure, sure. I'm going to have to check you, check you in, but. Hey, it's okay. I'll survive. I have actually <laughs> saw a video. I really saw a video of some dude who like hid in the luggage and went to Paris like yeah. in his friend's check luggage it was a thing i don't know how we survived but he how? Did like how did they camouflage him he he was in check he was in the check luggage and he was in there with like a gopro camera and he he made it to paris um so they don't x-ray your luggage i i guess not maybe not for those long trips <laughs> that is crazy <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I might be able to get you over. You can get to the border. I'll well, get you the rest of the way. And can, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, Kenya disappeared. Um, hopefully, she'll hop back on soon. But Anika, I want to talk to you next a little bit. And, you know, I guess maybe I've just never heard. We've never had a good conversation about it. But how did you, I'm interested to know how you found minimalism. Um, for, I will admit, same, similar to everybody else, like I've heard of the term. 
it was mm -hmm. through blogging. Like I first I started, I was really into YouTube blogs. So I would like watch tons and tons of YouTube blogs and a lot of beauty mm -hmm. blogs. I think I first first heard of the term minimalism from Roja mm -hmm. and Roja. So, mm -hmm. but I was not, you know, didn't really care much about it until like mm -hmm. more recently, um, hearing more and more about minimalism as a, as it's becoming more of a buzz term. But how it became more real for me is I moved well i've been living in this apartment my current apartment for the past few years and um always with the goal in mind of moving so i just never really cared to focus on my space until mm -hmm. recently where you know the clutter begins to become overwhelming and you're just realizing that oh, i'm just buying all this stuff and stuff and stuff and it's trying to figure out okay mm -hmm. oh well, i just need a bigger space and it was like no you don't need a bigger space you need to figure mm -hmm. out how to work with the space that you have mm -hmm. um, so in terms of physical space i've been working a lot on you know getting rid of like a lot of clutter and making my space more functionable and purposeful mm -hmm. to me mm -hmm. um, so that was how i kind of like came into minimalism so it's i'm kind of relatively new to the journey mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what drew you to working with Black minimalists? Uh, what drew me to working with? I just like the fact that it was a space where where you found people that you can relate to. Because a lot of times, you know, as people of color, we mm -hmm. find interest in different areas. It could be spirituality. It could be something like minimalism or anything that we, we're looking to venture into. Like for me, example, like you my team knows that I, I'm a bit of an adventurous. I like to get into camping. But when you look into it and you decide to do research on any of this topic, it's hardly any uh, diversity shown in mm -hmm, these different mm -hmm. areas as if, you know, people of color Man, don't engage in this <laughs> this area as well, too. Mm -hmm, so a lot of times mm -hmm. with that, you don't get a lot of stories that are related, relatable to you and your experiences and your mm -hmm. background. So that's why I liked the fact that this group was being created and I felt very mm -hmm. passionate about being a part of the work. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hey Deja, I just saw your comment. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so, so what was, how did you find minimalism? Uh, <laughs> so, okay, so like you, Anika, I was addicted to YouTube videos. Like I, I will go to YouTube to look for everything. So I, when I had found out that I was pregnant, I was like, okay, I need to make space for this tiny human. And I have no space in my house. Like her room was full of stuff. And I, that stuff that hadn't even been removed from the boxes or anything like that. So I went to YouTube to look up organizational videos. And I went down the rabbit hole of organizational videos and I discovered minimalism. And then... No, you're good. Then one, much like everyone else, I could not people that looked like me, other than Yolanda. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm one of those people that's really, really big on representation, or accurate representation of black people in the media. So I was like, I'm just going to do my own thing. I'm going to start my own blog because I couldn't find anyone occupying the spaces that mm -hmm. I was passionate about, like um, eco-friendliness, like um, zero waste, like um, minimalism. So we have a guest. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I was. that's really how I found minimalism was just searching for a way to make space for my daughter in my life. I took him from there. <laughs> and what does um, it look like to you? 
Girl, it don't look like what my house looks like right now. I'll tell oh, you tell about it. <laughs> they don't want to look in here. Um, well, to be honest, yeah. it, minimalism has made a huge difference in how I look at everything, how I look at all aspects of my life from like how I spend my money. Like my house is a lot better. We downsized when we bought this house. We used to rent a house that was three bedrooms. It was a double story and it was full, full of stuff. And I was so unmotivated and so, and I had so many clothes and crafts mm. and gadgets. And started the, I read the, you know, the life changing magic of tidying up. And I took to everything of mine with a vengeance. And I really questioned, you know, the role of capitalism and the role of, you know, how I'm spending my money, what I'm doing with these things, because everything that's in your house, you're paying for it. You're paying your, for it to take up space in your life. And I mean, yeah, minimalism is more than um, just the physical. There's also a mental and a physical and a spiritual aspect to it. But really, for me, that first time when I was able to fit all my clothes, I'm talking my seasonal clothes, my everything into one closet and still have enough space like a lot of space that felt so good when I could open the silverware door and find everything that I needed I was just holding on to stuff because you know we're just kind of told that you know you don't really get rid of stuff right you just spend money if you find something cheaply and you hang on to it until you can give it to someone or until it breaks so minimalism was it helped so much with my anxiety. So it's just mm -hmm. clean, simple spaces, which is hard to achieve when you've got a child running around. Mm -hmm. But it's so much better for me. So, um, Anika, I never got to ask you um, what minimalism looks like for you. Um, for me, I mean, like I kind of said, like to me, it's making sure that my life and my space is like functional and pur purposeful. Um, mm -hmm. Those are two things that have become key terms for me when I term, think about my living space and mm -hmm. uh, my daily like routines. It's functionable and it's purposeful for me. Um, to me, mm -hmm. that's like a big deal. Like it's functional. A lot of times, too, going with what you're saying in terms of how we think about what we buy. When I'm in the store and I'm shopping, I think, okay, is this functional? Because I notice, for example, when it comes to clothes, you know, you try to follow every trend that's out there, and you buy mm -hmm. it because oh, you think it's cute and you have to have it, and mm -hmm. then it's. it's it sits in my closet because it doesn't make sense to my life. Like, you know, exactly. I know the three main spaces. Like, I teach, I come home, I may go mm -hmm. out early. Where am I going to wear this, like, blue dress? Like, mm -hmm. little things like that um, has become how... It just kind of changed my thought process, you know, in terms mm -hmm. of, like, how I um, plan out what I buy um, mm -hmm. in every area of my life and in terms of, like, how I spend my time with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really like that idea of functionality that was one of I think we've addressed that on our blog but it's also something that I addressed is um, the quality over quantity just minimalism makes you address the quality of you know the objects in your life um, because you know they're taking up space so it really I feel like yeah with minimalism it kind of encouraged me to make good purchases to make ethical purchases to make um, top quality purchases i guess that will last me longer yeah i can agree there and it's definitely like you mm -hmm, a challenge um because like i'm cheap oh yeah so <laughs> <I love it. laughs> 
it definitely forced me to like spend a little bit more money on more quality mm-hmm. items. But I'm telling you, it's a struggle mm-hmm. every day not to be cheap on certain with certain things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, I'm team. Don't buy anything unless it's on clearance. That like <laughs> that's how I used to be like when uh you know i'd hit up the mall and i'd hit up all those fast fashion stores and get all this clothing that i'd never wear and it would sit in my closet and i'd tell myself you know either i'll lose weight to wear this or i'll gain weight to wear this or i'll find an event to wear this and i would mm-hmm. never wear that thing mm-hmm. yeah it took me a as far as going back to a wardrobe too it took me like a good two years to like Pare down my wardrobe and then, you know, add in the staple pieces yeah. as well. Yeah. That's another thing just to say in general to people, like, minimalism is not a sprint. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a, a marathon. It's a process. And, you know, be patient with yourself because you're trying mm-hmm. to break, you know, many, how many, I don't know, how many years of habits and, mm-hmm. you know, four new ones. So, you know, just be patient with yourself. Give yourself the space to make mistakes and try again. But, you know, it will stick mm-hmm. eventually and it will become, you know, habitual, you know, to, you know, consume consciously. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, um, Anika, since you're talking about, you know, your love of camping, you mentioned that I think I'd appreciate a breakdown of like camping essentials, mm-hmm. especially for like, you know, a person of color because, and like, you know, what products you like and what's, you know, what you take with you, et cetera, et cetera. Because if I do see stuff like that, then it's not for black people. Like the sunscreen that they may recommend isn't great for us or, you know, different things. The jeans may not, the best (laughs) camping jeans may not work with bodies like ours, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. So I think that would be like a fun thing that you could do. I don't want to see it. Like talking question to be answered now like about camping no, or no, I mean, in the future. Future. oh yeah. yeah i mean it's similar to what you know basic not mm-hmm. common knowledge of camping is out there it's just the fact that when you look up this information you wouldn't know that so many people like when i go camping there's so many mm-hmm. so much diversity out there like mm-hmm. you go out there you see black families white families asian families latino families but if you were to research this if i was a person of color and i'm mm-hmm. trying to get and I have interest in camping, and I want to look mm-hmm. into camping. When you look up this information online, the faces that represent us, it's not, they hardly show any diversity. That was like the thing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when you actually go out there, like I've been, my, my boyfriend does snowboarding, so I've been like a few times. I'm not good at it. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I went was my last time. But like, mm-hmm. you know, growing up, I'm from like, you know, quote unquote hood. And I remember mm-hmm. growing up, and like you had that mentality of, white people do this you know mm-hmm. so like something like snowboarding would be something that a lot that's of white people use or that, you know like that's mm-hmm. not a part of our culture that's not something mm-hmm. we do until you mm-hmm. actually go and you're like wait like you see so many people of different cultures there mm-hmm. um participating in these different sports and same thing mm-hmm. like what i think about with minimalism it's like mm-hmm. when we first learn about it like and, until we create like this space like Right now, we're currently up to 700 followers, and the numbers are going so fast that you wouldn't have known that this many people of color were interested in this until we created mm-hmm. this space. Before mm-hmm. this, you know how hard it was to find another black minimalist? Stop it. Like, <laughs> y'all high and low. I was <laughs> looking for yeah. y'all. That's like the, the point. Like, you know, it's the fact that you wouldn't, because 
a lot of these spaces are when it's created or maybe uh it's 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 just predominant the predominant you know culture of it mm -hmm. is that it's mostly white and it's mm -hmm. not the truth of it it's mm -hmm. very diverse it's not accurate yeah, yeah. All right, sure. I think um, I'm going to send someone off and add Kenya. Okay. I think I think I'll send you off, Nidika, and add Kenya to the chat. No problem. Um, yeah. Okay. All right, Kenya, get ready to join us. No problem. All right. Let's talk a little bit about right, you, Kenya, Kenya. your journey to minimalism. Do you, can you pause the chat on your computer? I can hear you now. I'm sorry. Y'all okay. are talking good stuff. Oh, what's that? What's that? Thank, oh. you. Thank you. I think you should just exit out. Of, yeah, exit out of it so that there's not no feedback. Okay. Got it? Okay, it sounds better. So, Kenya, how did you find minimalism? Um, really, like, just Google searches that led me mm -hmm. to, like, the, the language of minimalism. I knew that, like, mm -hmm. which is funny because my, my minimalism is not about aesthetic, but the aesthetic of minimalism was really exciting. And I'll be honest, like, I found the minimalists. They were my first real foray, and then I thought, like, I'm all about, like, representation. Like, so there's got to be Black folks who live this life and, like, write about mm -hmm. it because... I mean, like, every time I would talk to my grandmother about it, she was like, "We that's what that's who we were. Uh -huh. Like, we were. Like, we lived simply. So I was like, well, then there had to be that. And I found Yolanda, and, that, and then it was a wrap. Because uh -huh. from Yolanda, she was a lot of other folks. And uh -huh. she was uh, a connector. She was okay. a connector. Like, she was yeah. a plug. Like, I, like, the plug, the OG plug. <laughs> like, where would the black minimalist be? Like, uh -huh. yeah. Okay, so someone commented and says, how has minimalism affected your diet and fitness routines? That's a good question. Um, I'll, I'll start off by saying that oh. minimalism made me um, meal plan because it, I, I don't know, like it kind of gathered me together and was like, Fry, you need to address all these kind of wayside parts of your life and really my diet and my food like how I was eating was one of them I mean when I went natural I kind of address you know I feel like when you go natural you kind of like do all of that mm -hmm. with your hair then it goes to like skin body right, right. etc etc so but I still was I wasn't all gathered together and so I think it made me make a plan and in terms of fitness girl i just had even though my daughter's 13 months i just had it i am not all there um but i do think that minimalism encourages you to fitness can also be mental fitness it does encourage you to address mm -hmm. everything that's going on i started seeing a therapist i started um yeah. going on walks that's not something that i've done since i moved to this country um and so there's different things that, but yeah, I think meal planning and meal planning just makes me eat healthier. Because um, I don't want to be spending my money like that. For me, what about you guys? Mm -hmm. um, it definitely hasn't influenced my fitness that much. I don't work out. Um, mm -hmm. but I do like try to like walk more and like mm -hmm. I like park in the back of the parking lot and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, it definitely has affected my diet some like I've 
minimalism like gave me the strength to like cut things out when I needed to. Mm-hmm. So like currently I'm like I don't know pescatarian I guess is the mm-hmm. closest thing to what I am right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm doing that for health reasons. Mm-hmm. So, but like having a minimalist mindset, it was just easier this time around to just say, okay, I need to stop and let this go because my health is more important. Mm-hmm. Um, than eating scrapple and bacon and mm-hmm. all the good country mm-hmm. meats that I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Yeah. I think he's right. She commented about like just be, it makes it made me more conscious around like the quality of food. Like, yeah. uh, I the where I went to graduate school is Christian seminary, but we had an organic farm on campus, and so I just okay. a lot about like what I put in my mouth, like where it came from. Yeah. Is it, um, is it in line with my values? Mm-hmm. Um, like in some ways, like for the things that Farai logs about are like who I want to be. Like this is mm-hmm. I'm, I want to be there, not there mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot better about mm-hmm. making certain choices. Like, mm-hmm. um, and like even like going to certain grocery stores. I shop at certain grocery stores that I know ain't gonna use plastic bags. Um, mm-hmm. I know that I can get organic foods cheaper because mm-hmm. it's like I'll, I'll make better choices because of that. And minimalism mm-hmm. allows. Because I'm cutting a lot of middle mental clutter, and I can make better choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, Anika's stepping away for two seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, just like I was going to, I forgot, and you reminded me that it's made me address where where your food is coming from. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, joining, looking for my local community supported agriculture places, and joining them or supporting them, going to farmers markets. Um, I think, yeah, it just makes you conscious of everything that you bring into your life, including what you're putting in your body. So, For sure. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to um, add Anika. Yolanda, I'm going to um, pause you here. Oh, I think. Ooh. Hold on one second. She's back. Okay, Anika, someone asked the question of how – has minimalism affected your diet and fitness? So how would you say that that's affected you? Um, it, it, I would say that, cause I, I wouldn't say minimalism, personally for me, like my diet and fitness goes back before minimalism. So I'm, I've always mm-hmm. kind of been a conscious eater because I was mm-hmm. raised that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I like, so any of the things that I would apply from minimalism will be what I would have been doing before. So to mm-hmm. be more specific to that, um, I just become over time more conscious about this, like I um, message in the Facebook chat about the source mm-hmm. of my food and where my food is coming from. And in mm-hmm. terms of how minimalism, uh, like just just going by what I, you know, read from other people mm-hmm. is that it, that a lot of people have the method of, this is just an advice. I don't personally do this, but I know other mm-hmm. minimalists would plan their grocery list for the month mm-hmm. and they will buy everything, all of the, what they need to eat for the month. And mm-hmm. they said that has helped them because if their budget is 200 for the month, they specifically buy what is on that list and that's mm-hmm. it. So it helps them because we, we all have a habit of, you know, we, we're a social culture. We go mm-hmm. out to eat or mm-hmm. oh, I'm hungry at work. Let me run out and go buy lunch. And you don't mm-hmm. take into con- effect the cumulative costs over time of going out and the snack mm-hmm. here, grabbing a bite to eat mm-hmm. here. Within a week, you spend like easy $100. I live in New York City. That's easy, $100, mm-hmm. like even in a day. 
of mm-hmm. snacking and going out for lunch and buying breakfast mm-hmm. here. You don't think about that. But when you are more conscious of your budget and more conscious of what you're putting inside your body and you're planning out your meals, mm-hmm. you tend to spend less on the side. Mm-hmm. You already have your snack in your bag. You already have your lunch ready to go or planned it and mm-hmm. planned it out. But it kind of inhibits you and cuts back mm-hmm. on your spending habits. So those are that's just one of my, a lot of other minimums I, I followed. But I, I'll be honest to say that it's not something I practice for myself as well mm-hmm. as I probably should because I'm <laughs> very picky eater. Yeah, <laughs> so it doesn't work for me. But mm-hmm. if I was a person that could eat the same things every day or could, you know, know that I wouldn't have no problem with planning out my meals for like the month or however long, mm-hmm. that would definitely be one way that um cuts back on costs. For me, what I do is that um I just have a budget in mind. Like, okay, if I know my budget for meals is this much, I just spend within that amount. I also eat very little that that's just not one area that it doesn't affect me because I eat so little that it just doesn't affect me in that area. You know, if, versus if I eat out. Because my one meal that I eat out will last like the whole day because I eat three times out of it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that's just sharing a bit of advice from other people that are also, yeah. are also Thank you for doing that, mm-hmm. for sharing you know, other um, opinions. I feel, I agree. Um, I think that like meal prepping helps for me and then having a set budget helps for me. And then also something that I just did one time last week that I really liked was shopping online. So I planned the meals and then I shopped online and then went and picked everything up. But that was it. I had my all my food for the week. I didn't need anything else. And um I'm not gonna spend any more any any more money because typically when I go to the grocery store, mm-hmm. store I spend double just picking up little snacks and picking up little stuff that's on sale that I'm not gonna use that sits in my cupboard, and I am happiest when my cupboards are bare. I don't like stocked cupboards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because so I can't find anything. Yeah. Yeah, many oh, shopping online was a big one because many minimalists do say that they do shop online because of the whole temptation of sale. And I, I have that, you know, a little funny story. Like me and my boyfriend always argue because once we get in the store, if he sees Doritos five five bags on sale for five dollars, he's like, "Babe, we have to get this on uh-huh. sale." And that's just like the the stores are set up that way to encourage uh-huh. us to spend, to encourage us to buy. That you don't think uh-huh. about it. So a lot of people do the online shopping because you don't have that visual there to like trigger your mind. Okay, I need to buy money on this. It wasn't on the list, but it's on sale, and that's uh-huh. yeah. also what trips us up and also gets us to spend outside of our budget. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's tricky though because I. I'm on such a strict budget and I have dietary restrictions and allergies. So when I go shopping in certain places, when things are on sale, it's almost like better. Surprise, like I'm happiest when my cupboards are bare. I'm like, I'm happiest when all the gluten-free things are in the cupboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cupboard that I can eat. You know, like, then, I'm not making worse choices because mm-hmm. I will make bad dietary choices if I don't mm-hmm. have things that I need on Everything hand. I'm just like, well, mm-hmm. what's most convenient, which isn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's just, what's cool is minimalism makes you think about it. Like, yeah. I've been trying to for a, a month. That shit is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard a lot of this. But, the, but buying my essentials for the two months at a time, and mm-hmm. like, like, this weekend, Y'all, I spent like less than sixty bucks on the things that I know that like are a staple for my gluten free diet. Yeah. And I'm like, 
I know I'm going to eat well the next couple months. I mean, next, yeah, the next two months because things that are simple and easy for me and healthy for me, I have them. Exactly. All right. Well, I think I'm trying to look through and I don't see any more questions. So I think, well, let's just kind of quickly address any cool stuff that we've got going on. And then if no one comments in between then, then we'll sign off. Does that sound good to you guys? Mm -hmm. um, if you go to our site, blackminimalist.net, we do, after you hit enter site, right at the top, you can hit contribute and you can fill out our contributor form. Uh, we're looking for all types of content. Even if you have an idea for content that is not listed, just email us at info. Emails our email address info at blackminimalist.net. Mm -hmm. I'll type that in the comments and just tell us what, you know, pitch us your ideas. And we are looking for, we're a community, as we said before, that's for us, by us. Um, yeah. We do occasionally contribute content to the site, but we're looking for you and your voices to be heard. So whether or not it's just you sharing your story, whether or not it's helpful advice you have to share, whether or not you have an interested perspective to offer on black, being black and being minimalist, we want to hear those stories and we want to see those stories on the site. Um, mm -hmm. so that's currently how you can contact us and reach out to us if you have any ideas that you want to contribute or pitches ideas that you would like to see more of if you don't see enough of yes, on the site. Yeah. A lot of area of another area of our site that people tend to forget about is the forum because a lot of times people ask questions. Mm -hmm. And you know, we're here and we're providing this community here for you, but you all are experts as out there too that experience this and know this stuff. We have date if you identify yourself as a black minimalist and you want your story to be heard we have we do feature interviews from black minimalists around um the internet or if you have a blog mm -hmm. or youtube and you want people to know more about you we would be glad to feature you in our um interview series. yeah yeah and that's what i was about to say it doesn't only have to be blog posts it can be youtube it can mm -hmm. be vimeo it can be i don't know what these kids are doing out here these days but we want <laughs> yeah. to highlight you guys so mm -hmm. please um Thanks again for tuning in. If you want to learn more about who we are or what we do, visit blackminimalist.net or find us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, where we strive to create community, freedom, and simplicity through intentional living. I'm your host, Farai Harold. Be free. <laughs>